0: Vermont Viewpoint is a public affairs program produced and funded by WDEV and the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to VTviewpoint at radiovermont.com.
1: Good morning everyone. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me by phone this morning is James Acurso, who is the public affairs specialist for the Small Business Association. And Brianna Summer Fenton, who is a FEMA agent, and both these folks have been on with us a couple of weeks ago. And I am so glad you reached out and asked to come back on to update folks. Uh, it's so important that people know what services are out there and um, and how to how to sign up and and get help because it's surely needed out there. Um, could you spend a few minutes each just kind of introducing yourselves and talking about your organization and the scope of services? Jim, let's start with you.
0: Okay, uh, Pat, and uh, thank you for calling me, Jim. I go by Jim, right? And uh, I am a public affairs specialist with the Small Business Administration Office of Disaster Recovery and Resilience, and we are here in Vermont and have been here since the middle of July. Um assisting those who have had setbacks due to the flood and the mudslide and the heavy rainstorm. And we are offering our disaster loan program, uh, which is in the form of physical damage loans for homeowners and renters, as well as businesses and nonprofits.
1: Are you both um, up at the college um, in the Arts Gallery building?
0: Is we're in we're at a number of places. We're, we're at a number ah. of places. Which which college? We're we're at. I know we're at the we're at uh, in, Montpellier?
2: in yeah, Montpelier. in Johnson. We're at in
0: Johnson, and we're at one in. Uh, and hmm. Brianna, I think we're at one in Rutland. Is that right?
2: And yeah, we're one in. We're at one in Johnson and Montpelier. We have nine different uh, locations for disaster. Relief. Yeah, I'm sorry. I
1: should have said I was up at the Orca Studios the other night. And uh, they had a, your offices in Montpelier up at the College on the Hill. I don't know whether all the people oh, the outside were art. waiting yes, to, to see somebody from feet your feet. organizations, but there was a crowd of people, and I said, Whoa, these guys are busy. So um, uh, anyway, yeah, I was glad to see you
0: And we're there six it's, days a week, and that, that's uh, um, so folks need to know that. We are there ready to help.
1: Well, it sure looked it. It was quite a few folks waiting outside, so that's great. Brianna, you want to uh, take a few minutes to talk about FEMA and um, what's up?
2: Yes, so um, I'm with FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and we're here in Vermont to support communities before, during, and after a disaster. Um, We've been here in Vermont at the request of the state, and we're here to assist Vermont survivors um, with kickstarting their recovery and helping them with immediate
1: needs through our various programs. That's great. I really, well, thank you both for uh, being here, and uh, uh, I know you're not alone. You've got a lot of folks with you, so thank you very much. I wanted to tell our listeners, if you go to the Times-Argus, that reader insert that they have, um, the one that's dated for August 17th to the 23rd, There's a full page and a half that's entitled Flood Resources for Vermonters. It is um, a great resource. It's got information about FEMA and SBA, which we're going to be talking about this morning. It's also got information about unemployment assistance, mental health resources, fraud and scam. That's sort of sad that one has to remind people of um, watching out for frauds and scams. They have information on farm recovery SNAP waivers, and something I didn't even think about, information about wells, furnaces, or septic, which clearly all of it must have gotten impacted during the floods and the mud. Um, and there's also um, on one of the pages uh, some information about the Barrier Area Development Corporation, about their community relief fund, uh, which launched July 17th. And we just had a show Uh, with folks from um, BADC um, on, I think it was last Tuesday, talking about the relief. So there's so much information you need to know and how uh, how to get access to the support. So, Brianna, I found this interesting. The article makes reference to areas designated for individual assistance. Could you explain that designation for us and who determines what here?
2: Yes, so homeowners or renters in Chittenden, Caledonia, Orleans, Orange, Lamoille, Rutland, Washington, Wyndham, and Windsor County, whose primary residence was affected by the flooding that began uh, in July, uh, may be eligible for uh, FEMA disaster assistance. So FEMA's Individual and Households Program may be able to provide financial assistance to eligible survivors affected by this disaster who have uninsured or underinsured necessary expenses and serious needs. So this may be able to help financially with home repairs, temporary lodging, damaged wells or septic tanks, private roads or bridges, and other serious disaster-related needs such as Uh, maybe replacement or repair of damaged vehicles, maybe um, medical or dental expenses, it could be damaged appliances um, inside your house like a refrigerator, Um, it could also be maybe your school supplies. Um, The list kind of goes on and so it's really important that survivors take the time to apply um, with FEMA because they may be eligible um, for these types of um, assistance. That's great. Um, so you also
1: in this article they talked about homeowners and renters insurance that uh, that but they didn't mention business what what do you ex- ask of businesses if they have um, insurance because I know you say homeowners and renters should um, get in touch with their insurance companies right away um, I'm assuming
2: businesses fall within that category too right. Well, FEMA is for homeowners and renters, and SBA is with businesses, homeowners, and renters. Well, that explains that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't. I just was talking about homeowners,
1: renters, and businesses, so I um I lumped them all in. But that's an important distinction to uh, to know. Um, and c- could um Brenda just tell us what's they had in this article the fastest and easiest way to apply for FEMA because sometimes the I hate to use the word bureaucracy, can get people a little um, overwhelmed.
2: Yeah. So um, first, um, like you just mentioned about the insurance, so if survivors do have insurance, we recommend that they first file a claim because FEMA does not duplicate any benefits, but FEMA may be able to help cover costs your insurance doesn't cover. And so the ways to apply for FEMA assistance is online at disasterassistance.gov. You can download the FEMA app onto your smartphone or tablet and register on there. You can call 800-621-3362, or you can visit your nearest disaster recovery center, where FEMA representatives are on site and available to help assist survivors with registering, updating their application, um, submitting their appeals, or even just asking questions. And these disaster recovery centers are open from... 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Um, they will be closed on Labor Day, so that's just something to note. And we have nine disaster recovery centers um, that are up and running right now.
1: That's great.
2: Um, I
1: know I heard the governor talk uh, a couple of times when he's been giving his updates how important it is for people to um, to let uh, the FEMA know what they've experienced from a um, a disaster perspective and because it's important for the federal government to know what's what's the scope of this of this disaster from a financial perspective and from a damage perspective which will potentially set the amount of, of funds that we get so if the feds don't know that's not included in in their overall analysis and he's he's been very um, persistent and and rightly so in in making sure people report is is that correct
2: Yes, yeah, so if you are in one of the nine designated counties and you have suffered damages or losses to your primary residence, um, please apply for FEMA. Our registration deadline is coming up. It's September 12th, and we would like you to get your registration in as soon as possible so that you can start your recovery process and that you can keep moving forward. And it's just important to note your um losses of damages and losses um, when you are filling out the application. And you can always update the application as well by calling 800 um, 621 or visiting us online at disasterassistance.gov or going to your nearest disaster recovery center where FEMA representatives are available and can help assist you with that process.
1: That's great. Uh, on this, this article is great. I hope everybody gets a copy of it. Um, because it's got a lot of good stuff in it. They also talked about when you make those phone calls or or get online, you're gonna need certain information. Um, which brings me back to my my uh, uh current thought about everybody having a go bag. Um, but we always we forgot that. From years ago I had a go bag. I have no idea why, but I did when I was younger. And um over the years when you don't need it you sort of let it let it fly, but Right now, it would be very important to have a lot of that information that goes into a go bag. But um, maybe you could talk um, about the normal stuff that you would need when you're when you're making a claim. The kind of stuff that uh, that FEMA would expect from you.
2: So when you do register with FEMA, um, some information that you should have is your current phone number, your address of where the damages and losses happened your current address, your social security number, um banking information, a general list of your damages or losses, um if you are insured, your policy number and or your company name. And so some of those are some of the things that you'll need um to get your application moving forward.
1: And and you also said that if maybe if they don't have this information readily available, they can Find it and update it um, by calling in and, and um, getting the information updated. Exactly, yeah, exactly.
2: Okay,
1: that's great. That's great. Um, I found it very interesting. Um, there, was, and I'm sure this also goes uh, for Jim and the SBA. That when you go in to do cleanup, once you start doing cleanup, if they let you in your home or uh, in, uh, for SBA's sake, businesses that photographs are very important and to keep receipts of um uh of what you've spent um in trying to clean up and I know I was uh, I helped um the Sunday after all this and um I wish we I don't think we were taking photographs at the time and we should have been um because that's um uh, that's very important for to have that kind of record of what's happened correct
2: Exactly. It's really, um, we recommend that you document, take photos of your damages and losses, save your receipts from any supplies, materials, or paid help um, if you're in the cleanup phase. And as many are in their rebuilding phase right now, we recommend that they use a licensed contractor and um, that they ask for credentials before they hire their contractor. Um, One thing to note is that FEMA does not um have approved contractors and FEMA does not endorse any business, products or services. And um another thing with as they begin cleanup, um Vermont survivors have access to FEMA's hazard mitigation experts. So they can go to a disaster recovery center and speak to them or they can also call they can also call the um FEMA hazard mitigation helpline as well. And so the FEMA hazard mitigation experts Um they're able to offer advice on how to build back your home stronger and safer and how to just take um, preventative methods so that um, from any future flooding so they could help with building construction techniques water resistant materials um, how to elevate certain appliances and these tips can help prevent and lessen damage from any future disasters Brianna just before
1: I turn over to Jim what are you? What is your assessment of of where Vermonters are uh, right now throughout the Vermont and perhaps here in Montpelier and Barry City, Barrytown? Town?
2: Um, so as of August 30th, uh, FEMA has dispersed 16.4 million as a cumulative total for our individuals and household program in more than 5,357. Um, people have registered. And so as um, many have registered, um, they have most likely received a FEMA letter. So um, in this process, we just want to remind survivors to carefully read the FEMA letter as it will explain your application status, reason for case, how to respond and it may include the amount of assistance FEMA may be able to provide and information on how to appropriately use um, the disaster assistance funds. Um, Something to note is that FEMA um, has grants so nothing needs to be repaid and it doesn't affect your eligibility with um, Medicare or uh, SNAP for instance. So um, when survivors get the letter Um, It's just important for them to remember that the funds are to be used only for certain disaster-related expenses, depending on their individual case, and if they don't know what to do next, um, we recommend that they just call our helpline at 800-621-3362. If they are determined to be ineligible, it does not mean they're denied. It's important that they... um, carefully review the letter, like I mentioned before, um, as usually they're just missing some type of document. It could be um, proof of insurance, proof of identity, or proof of occupancy. And so, if an applicant disagrees with FEMA's decision, they do have the opportunity to appeal. They have 60 days from receiving the determination letter to submit an appeal. And in this appeal, Um, They need to provide a reason why and documents to support their case, um, such as a contractor's estimate, let's say, for home repairs. Um, And in this, it's important to include their full name, disaster number, address of damage, um, their application number, and um, applicants can appeal by uploading their appeal letter to um, disasterassistance.gov, or they can go to the Disaster Recovery Center, or they can mail it as well.
1: Great. And I'm sure if they needed some help, they could come into one of the offices and somebody there would, would help them get through all the paperwork, wouldn't they?
2: Exactly. So going to the Disaster Recovery Center is just a really great resource available for survivors right now. Not only is FEMA there, but there's SBA. We have our hazard mitigation teams there. And there's also other um, resources available there. Um And one of them, actually, is um, we have FEMA experts from the Heritage Emergency National Task Force. And um, they're with a program called Save Your Family Treasures. And they're with the Smithsonian Institution. And survivors um, of Vermont can learn from these experts on how to save, protect, and recover their household treasures and family heirlooms, such as artwork, photographs quilts or important documents, and these experts can teach them how to um, save and preserve these um, important family heirlooms, and hopefully it could help give hope in the tragic time. Wow. I, now, where are these folks located? Uh, um, in the offices? Right in... now, we have um, these experts at the Champlain Valley Fair.
1: Oh, interesting. What a great service. That's really cool. I know... Um, just to sidetrack a little bit, when we had the flood in 1992, I was a commissioner of personnel, and all of our personnel records down in the basement were flooded. And mm-hmm. what they did was take them somewhere to in New York, and they freeze-dried all the paper and so that they were just dealing with, with dust and, and uh, dried up mud, and each page was, was cleaned off and then recopied. And so we got back... Uh all of our files uh recopied and uh clean, and I just thought, well, isn't that just amazing to me what they can do so um that that's wonderful to have a little comfort that maybe not all is lost that's exactly really
2: cool. yeah uh, it's a it's awesome. a great opportunity available
1: no, that's really awesome. I'm very impressed with that um so and also we didn't talk about obviously there's uh financial health for temporary lodging. Um, which is very important these days. I mean, people, I'm sure, are still scrambling to find uh, temporary lodging, school starting. So much to deal with. It's just really overwhelming, I'm sure, for some folks. Um, Anyway, I thought um, thank you for all that, Brianna. Please um, jump in as uh, Jim's talking if there's things that we have forgotten. So, Jim, let's talk a little bit about SBA. Uh, what time is it after? We have to take a break in a few seconds. Um, uh, you obviously have uh, low-interest disaster loans. Uh, mm-hmm. And what are you hearing from our businesses? Some of them are struggling big time.
0: Yes. Uh, the uh, the businesses, um, we are uh, working with the businesses that do come into the centers mm-hmm. and, and who do apply online. Um, we have uh, written, uh, we have helped up to, uh, we have seen 228 businesses apply for our SBA disaster loans. Um, we've awarded 36 to date, but again, you know, we've got the upcoming deadline. Uh, in total, we've awarded uh, up to 15, uh, nearly $15 million in homeowner and uh, business loans uh, here in Vermont. And we do help businesses uh, in those primary counties uh, that uh, that Brianna had mentioned with our business disaster loans. So that's for real estate, property, inventory, uh, and the like. And that's up to $2 million. Uh, applying for those loans, there is no fee uh, to do so. There's no obligation to take the loan if it's awarded. Um, and so we do encourage them to consider... Um, a, a long-term low-interest loan. Um, those loans for businesses right now are as low as 4%. Um, and, you know, all of that, uh, all the terms of the loan will all be um, spelled out when they do make their application uh, and then talk to a loan officer. So exactly what they're going to, you know, encounter as far as interest, uh, in, um, as far as terms of the loan and the amount that they'll be awarded. But also too, right now, uh, they don't have to pay back no, on any of our loans. Uh, they are deferred for 12 months, interest free. So again, uh, we encourage folks to come in and they'll apply. They'll, uh, you know, again, FEMA does not help businesses, so um, the the business owners don't need to register with FEMA. Uh, likewise, if they go to FEMA, they'll be referred directly to us, and we're and we're happy to help them at those disaster recovery centers. We also have. Our own three business recovery centers, in addition to the nine disaster recovery centers that uh, FEMA has, our folks are there uh, five days a week, eight to five, and then Saturdays ten to two. Uh, closed, of course, here Labor Day uh, on Labor Day Monday. But again, we're here to help. Um, you know, standard uh, documentation. You know, to bring in uh, your your employee numbers, most recent tax. Um, records and the like. And, and, that, and that's all spelled out when you just sit down and talk to someone. And then we hope to process that within two to three weeks and, and get a first check up to $25,000 a couple of weeks after that once the uh, once the documents are signed.
1: Uh, Jim, you mentioned a word I picked up on. It was deadline. Um, what is the deadline for businesses to apply for loans?
0: The deadline, Pat, that's a very good question, is less than two weeks away. It is September 12th for homeowners, renters, and businesses uh, to apply for the SBA for our physical damage loans, as well as the uh, deadline for FEMA. So, um, you know, we're, we're similar, and when we come in uh, to a presidentially declared disaster, there's a two-month period from the incident date and that date is rapidly approaching that is uh September 12th
1: how how are we able to get the how are you able to get this information out to folks so uh, i know how but i can't imagine being so overwhelmed all the time that that even just trying starting the process would be difficult for for some and would be awful if they missed that <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, well, again, you know, uh, the radio programs like this, so it helps. You know, Brianna and I reach out to all types of partners in the media, you know, across the uh, uh, areas that we work. Uh, disasters, we work with Chambers of Commerce. Um, we're at uh, a lot of the county fairs. So right now we're at the uh, the uh, uh, Champlain Valley Fair. We've been there for We'll be there through Sunday. We were at uh, the State Fair. We were at the... Um, caledonia fair um so we we work to get information out as much as we can we were recently at a uh, usda event down in addison county so um any way we can encounter folks uh who have had damage or know people who've had damage um that's a lot of the folks that i run into um at you know uh, here in uh, at the champlain fair they uh, they're not aware that we help homeowners and renters, or or they huh. they didn't have damage, but they know someone who did. So they'll take the flyer, you know. We'll point out that they can apply online, uh, and or come into the center, um, and um, you know take it from there. So uh, outreach is is a big uh, yeah. uh, uh, component of what we do when we're on the ground.
1: Well, I'm glad we could help get you back on the air here because I. I would just hate it if people missed that deadline. Um, do you have, like, um, I know somebody who certainly shall remain nameless was on the fence about whether to open up the business or not. Um, do you have financial people available for people who maybe are on the fence about what to do? Is it, is it financially viable for them? And, uh, can they find well, counseling
0: with you? We- our partners. We we work with the uh, the SBA uh, office here, uh, the district office here in Vermont. We also have partners with the Small Business Development Centers. So if anyone needs uh, needs uh, additional counseling, we will refer them over over to those uh, partners uh, as well. Uh, veterans can go to the veterans Veterans Business Outreach Centers. Uh, uh, women can go, women can go to the women, uh, business outreach center. So there are partners that can help with the application process and the consultation process. And I believe the, you know, the state has resources, uh, as well, uh, likely through, uh, through 211, um, you know, the e-commerce department. So I, we know, we understand that folks, you know, may not want to, uh, you know, endure another flood, you know, if they've been through, uh, you know, one already, um, uh, and uh you know lost their business, and that's a that's a very real concern, so we encourage them to talk to professionals who can who can help in that regard
1: right. Brianna, you mentioned something, and I meant to come back to it um that you there are people that are giving folks advice about how to rebuild, perhaps like I know there's a big effort to get stuff out of the basement, things that are you know really important to, to keep the household going and um, to to move them perhaps on the first floor, and maybe there are structural things people can do, and I'm assuming it's the same with businesses um, that maybe there are you know, that things that they could do now while they have the opportunity to rebuild that would save them um, heartache in the in the long run. Should we have gone through this again?
2: Yes. So um, FEMA has um, hazard mitigation experts at the disaster recovery centers um, where they're able to offer advice and tips on how to build your home back stronger and safer, um, such as showing them or introducing them to protective like methods and techniques such as um, you know, using certain water resistant material materials, elevating home appliances like you mentioned. Um right. it could also be um construction techniques and um so survivors can go to the disaster recovery center. Um they could also call a helpline. It's just a FEMA hazard mitigation helpline. It's different from our um FEMA application helpline and this number is eight three 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 six three three six 2487, and then they'll listen to the prompt, and they select number three for Vermont. Um, Again, that's just a strictly number for FEMA hazard mitigation um, helpline. So if you need advice on how to build back stronger and safer, that's a great resource um, that we have available. That's And and at the
0: SBA, too, we do offer also mitigation funds, uh, up to 20% of the physical damage to the real property if someone puts in place measures to keep a similar disaster from occurring again. Um, So, you know, once they get their additional uh, uh, loan outlay from us, they can come back for for additional funds uh, if they need them down the line, as well as these mitigation funds. So, again, we, uh, you know, our heart goes out to folks that have had to endure this, but we want to be able to help them uh, build back stronger and, you know, keep a similar disaster from happening again.
1: Yeah, because what I'm concerned about, and somebody had mentioned it on the program I did uh, last week, I think, when you drive through Barry, um, things don't look so bad. And I don't want people to forget that there's a lot of stuff still having to be done. This isn't over yet, and it won't be over for a long time. So um, I'd like to keep people remembering that um, what you see isn't necessarily um, what you get. There's a lot of work still to be done. Um, and I think Montpelier um, is doing a, um, a really great exercise right now where they're, they've had two meetings to talk about how to rebuild, what ideas they have about don't just rebuild the same, don't just replace. Um, think about, like you're saying, think about where do you put the appliances, what, what structurally should be done, because this is the opportunity um, to, to make things different and, and hopefully make things better in the future i think that what montpelier is doing right now with this exercise i think there's two more meetings left um that other towns will be able to um um to borrow the ideas that uh, montpelier has cuz uh, if it works in montpelier it will work elsewhere in the state um i think that's a great exercise and a great opportunity for people to talk and have have others listen to what they've been mm-hmm. through so um, I give them a lot of kudos. I don't know if you've been participating in uh, these meetings, but I think the end result could be very um, informative and uh, very helpful going forward because you know it's going to happen again at some point. And,
0: and, and Pat, that that brings up the point too that um, after we leave, those partners that I mentioned—the SBA, the Small Business Development Centers, and the like—we uh, encourage folks to work with those partners. We we launched recently launched our whole of community approach. So after we leave, we encourage people, you know, a couple of years down the line, you know, what that what can they look at to, you know, again, to keep to keep that resilience uh, factor up high and, you know, get them back up on their feet. Uh, You know, communities that that lose a business uh, typically, typically in these disasters, they can lose up to a quarter of businesses cannot reopen. And that, you know, that that could be very detrimental, you know, to to the tax base, you know, which which drives schools, roads and the like. So we really want to see people uh, you know, communities recover, you know, as best they can to that uh, 100% level.
1: What is what is the sense you both are getting speaking of resilience from the people that you're helping? I mean, there is they are hopeful, I hope, that they that they're looking to a a little bit better future. Are you getting that sense from them that they that they're in it for the long haul and uh, will be doing what they can to reopen their homes, to get uh, open their businesses?
2: Um, definitely. In recovery. Yep. Do you want to speak to go, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, um, recovery is a marathon, not a sprint. And FEMA, along with SBA, the state, and our local counterparts, um We're here every step of the way to help assist the affected communities and survivors that we serve. And I think that um, Vermonters have demonstrated and showed just a lot of resiliency, and they're really coming together as a community to help support one another through this um, horrible disaster. And it's really nice to see them coming together, and we're all working together to help get everyone back on their feet again that was affected by the flooding. Jim, I'm gonna come and, right back to you. And and at
0: these fairs, uh I was mentioning people do thank us, you know, for being here and, and, and no, again they know you know, they know of folks that have that have had issues, they've had issues, you know, or they can or they can refer back to the time they, they, they used FEMA or used SBA in previous disasters. So um I I think it's it's well received and, and we realize that and we wanna be able to make that process as uh, uh easy for folks to you know to to recover and you know get the needed funds that they need to uh assist in that recovery,
1: I was listening the other day with the disasters and there's disasters everywhere, aren't there um in Florida, and the governor was on talking about looting have you both of you have you heard uh, I know that there's a in the article I was referencing in The Times Argus they were talking about scams and uh and you know issues of people trying to take advantage. I just find that so, I'm sorry, but so unimaginable that in the midst of a disaster, um, some clever people come up with with ways to scam folks. And um, I know, Brianna, you mentioned that if you're going to get or going to hire somebody, make sure they've got credentials and they are who they say they are. Have you heard anything along these lines out there in Vermont?
2: Um, I... I haven't heard anything like that, but we do want survivors to um, be an alert for um, fraud and scams. Like you mentioned, um, I can't speak on the looting. I I don't have that information. But um, regarding fraud and scams, um, just something for survivors to keep in the back of their head is FEMA never charges for their services. And all FEMA representatives wear a photo ID badge. And if you have a question about whether someone is representing FEMA, um, they can call the helpline at 800-621-3362, and um, while we also have inspectors out in the field, they will already have the survivor's um, nine-digit registration number. They will never ask for money or banking information or social security number, and if an inspector comes to your home and you did not submit a FEMA application, um that means that you should inform the inspector that you didn't apply and um so just some things like that to just keep in the back of your head right yeah
1: it's just it's hard to think about those things that people would do that when you're you know you when you're dealing with a disaster yourself to uh it's just but you're right you've got to be alert and Jim same thing i presume on the business end of things
0: uh, yes yeah, yeah we do we do encourage um you know for folks to to come in when they um you know have a concern i've not heard anything uh, uh along the lines of the of uh, 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 of the looting or the or the scams uh so i really can't speak to that but uh again you know um work with our partners are likely that our partners can help you with that and especially here locally you know we uh we we do trust folks that are on the ground and and have been here uh Vermonters especially uh, so we encourage folks to work with them.
1: Well, this is, I'm sure, as you've mentioned, this is quite the state for um, for helping one another. Um, sometimes uh, we get annoyed about daily things, but when there's a disaster, everybody in this state pulls together. Um, it's it's quite a community. Um, maybe that's because we're small. I don't know, but uh, um, it's, it's a great place to be if you sadly have to go through something like this. Um, so what's what's next for you two? Um, I'm looking, thinking to myself, what's happening around the United States? I'm like, there's, there's disasters everywhere. You, have you been reassigned oh, yeah. be or <laughs> what's happening?
2: Um, for me personally, um, I'll still be here. Uh, FEMA will still be in Vermont for the long haul. Um, mm-hmm. There's still needs to be met of this community and um, yeah, FEMA and SBA are here for the long haul to help with recovery efforts. Oh, great! That's yeah, amazing.
0: and and we w- we will be here. You know, again, as long as as long as we're needed. You know, we're here at the request of the state. Uh, so, if you know, if by chance there w- there happened to be an extension and we needed to be here longer, we might be here in a, uh, a reduced uh, fashion. You know, maybe less less centers open. Uh, uh I, I do know a couple of centers are closing uh this weekend so we're we're kind of slimming down in that area a uh, few slimming down in that area but we are here for the long haul and we will be here uh you know until um you know the, uh again uh, the state feels that we can uh can move on and uh, go on to other disasters. that you know that that's what we do we're we are um um Reservists in that, you know, we are deployed to different disasters on, on an as-need basis. So, um, but being here in Vermont has been, uh, been great and uh, Vermonters are great. Um, like working with them and, uh, want to be here as, as long as we can to help folks.
1: Well, I'm sure they're glad you're here too because it's, it's, um, good to have somebody who could help them. I mean, I just, um, looking at papers and, and filling this out and that out, it just, especially if you don't have the information. I'm sure um, they wouldn't even know sometimes how to get the information. It's just very hard to reconstruct your life um, after something like this. Have either of you been involved um, in this article? They were talking about farm recovery, and this is obviously an agricultural state. Um, Is that something that your offices deal with, or is there a separate group that handles farmers and farmland and animals and, and things like that?
0: The USDA helps with, uh, with, helps farmers. We do have information that we do hand out. We have worked, uh, they're another one of the partners that we've worked with, uh, since we've been on the ground here. Um, I have seen USDA reps at some of the disaster recovery centers. So again, uh, you know, farmers have questions, they can go in and talk to them. Uh, there's a small sliver of of agricultural enterprises, that the SBA does help if, say, if uh, a farmer had a farm business associated yeah. with their with their property, say a farm stand or uh, some kind of a cooperative, we could help them uh, with like with the loans that we that offer. Sort of but primarily the USDA.
1: Yes, of course. I should have known that. I didn't think about them. I'm, um, but uh, we're talking so much these days about the impact to our farmers on crops and their land and I have to say when when I read that article about wells, furnaces and septic, I I don't know where my brain was at, but I didn't I mean obviously that's where the water's going. Um when it gets into your house and on on your land it goes down and um and the impact of septic and wells I um I didn't even think of that and that's that's pretty dramatic because um you need both those things to work in your home and your business. Um, and so you must refer people um, to get some help. I, I'm worried about in Vermont that we have enough people to help uh, businesses and homes get back because um, sometimes you have to wait in Vermont for a long time before you get services under normal circumstances. But in an emergency are there enough people to to jump in and help? Carpenters, just you know, normal normal stuff. And and uh, um, I'm hoping that uh, that these folks with that kind of skill will come to Vermont and, and pitch in and, and help because you've got to get these people back up and running. And as you said, Jim, you've got to get businesses back up for to provide the services, to pr- to bring in tax tax revenue, and and all the things that keep us going so you must be very busy counseling
0: i think there are i think there are a lot of folks here in the state i know you know when we travel right we have to we we stay in the uh we stay in the hotels that are available you know the hotels first go out to you know to the survivors uh but there are a lot of folks that come in from out of state like we do and i do see a lot of uh, contractors myself uh you know um, you know with their trucks and their utility trucks and the like so they are here to help um uh, you know, in my estimation, what I've seen pet.
1: That's great, Brianna. Have you experienced the same thing?
2: Um, yeah, we are. We're just, yeah, all working together to keep getting yeah. the word out, and that survivors know that we're still here for them. And um, yeah, same thing as Jim.
1: That's great, excellent. So we've just got a few more minutes. I was hoping I could. Turn the show over to each of you individually to sort of wrap things up and to give any final thoughts that you have about uh, the future here in Vermont and uh, um, that there is help and we're all in this together. I guess so, Jim. Maybe I can start with you and uh, um,
0: sure, Pat. So again, you know, uh, for, for the SBA loans, you know, FEMA will refer uh, people to us based on their uh, on their income. Uh, and number of dependents. We don't. We encourage them to don't wait to talk to your insurance uh, agent, agent for insurance settlement. Come in and talk to us. And again, once you're awarded the loan, uh, you know you're going to bring in you're going to bring in paperwork similar to any lender, uh, financial statements, uh, you know your tax return and the like. But once you're awarded the loan, uh, again, there's no obligation to take it. There's no fee uh, with the application. And so we encourage people to come in and, and talk to us. We've got trained and experienced customer service reps at all of the centers. Uh, so we encourage people to come in with questions if they're on the line. You know, they think they may not qualify. They don't want to take on the obligation of a loan. Please come talk to us. The folks that you will talk, be talking to are, are trained and experienced and, and can, can be very helpful.
1: That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jim, for everything that you do and all the folks that you have with you. We really appreciate your being here. Brianna, can yep. you uh, wrap it up 1st You've got about two minutes.
2: Yes, so um, we... We want to make sure that survivors apply before our deadline, which is September 12th. And the ways to do that is online at DisasterAssistance.gov. You can download the FEMA app and register on your smartphone or tablet. You can call 800-621-3362 or you can visit your nearest disaster recovery center where FEMA representatives are on site from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. It will be closed on Labor Day, though. And in addition to that, we just want to remind survivors to keep in touch with FEMA. Um, If you have any changes to your application or information, it's just really important that you keep in touch with us as well to make sure that your recovery process continues to move forward. Awesome.
1: Thank you both. Thank you, uh, Brianna, for all that you do and all the folks that uh, are with you. Um, uh, This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV.